they know the spot is theirs and they're not in competition for it and they're looked to as somewhat of a leader, right? Sure. I think it gives those guys security in their spot and whenever you feel more comfortable in your own skin, a lot of guys play a lot better. Because so I, I, I think of, there's what you're saying. I think there there could be a lot of truth. to Yeah, that. I'm just thinking of the offense next year. Like Mims will be a third year guy coming back. Um, golly, offensive line. There's not a like Dylan Gabriel's probably going to be looked at as the leader of your offense, even though he's a transfer portal guy. Right. So if that's going to be the case, like yeah, you you kind of like for him to be uh, the dude. You know, early on, and everyone to know that he is that dude. Right. Yeah. I. Hey. I don't know. I think it's. Um. I. I think that there can be a lot to that. I do. I think that the. I think whenever, especially maybe with a new system, and trying to whenever you're a new guy, that you don't have to necessarily fight for that. I. You know, it's it's kind of like Jalen Hurts. Whenever Jalen Hurts came in, right. Um, he came in, uh, apparently he, as soon as he got there, he had a big meeting with the whole team and basically said, um, follow me to the promised land, uh, uh so to speak. Oh God, he was lifting weights with the defensive guys. <laughs> we all freaked out over that one. That but, you know, I think there, I think there's something to that being able to, uh, to know you're the leader of a group instead of having to sit there and scrap for it and and because you feel like you walk into the locker room and half of the group is saying, yeah, that's the guy. The other half is like, I'm not listening to anything he says. So, yeah, I, I think it can maybe lead to a leaderless army out there. So I, I think what you're saying is is probably a good thing. But – I feel like even though if let's say you're you're Lebby and you're sitting there, I feel like it's you're having a conversation with Dylan Gabriel, you probably tell him, This is your job, let's run with it, let's go, let's go win some games. Sure. And if you're having the conversation with Jackson Dart, you probably say, Um, listen, Gabriel's got the leg up, he knows this system, he's had a lot of success in it. Um, you know, he, like, we know each other. There's a working relationship there. You'll have every opportunity to come in and shine and take that job. But, you know, just so you know, like, like right now you would be started off taking the number two reps. I mean, I'm, I'm just guessing that's what the conversation would be. But I, then again, I don't know. By the way, uh, JT Daniels is in the uh, transfer portal. Ooh. I just broke about five minutes ago. <laughs> like that, huh? WVU? Uh, sure, yeah. Go out there. Back to USC? Oh, my gosh. Stop. You're getting me all excited huh? here. I can't contain myself. Iron sharpens iron isn't a thing anymore in college football. It's now too much iron. Iron transfers out. Right. <laughs> iron transfers out. Uh yeah, sometimes it does. Have they pulled Carl's uh, scholarship yet? I don't know if they pulled Carl's scholarship I don't, yet. You know what? I honestly, Probably I don't not. know how that works, but I think when you in, when you enter the portal and a new semester start, like, don't they have to re-up your scholarship every semester? Uh, is it every semester or every end of year? Maybe it's every end of year. I don't know. 
That's a good question, and I don't have the answer to it. Do you know someone named Classical Clint from Goldsby? I mean, Goldsby is a small town. You know, a Classical Clint, Clint. Mm-hmm. or just a Clint? I, I don't know. Uh, he just wants to know how the pizza place is in Goldsby. It's good. It's good. I had a pepperoni and sausage. My wife and son shared a cheese pizza, uh, Pryor's Pizza, right there. It's actually, believe it or not, Tyler, I live in Goldsby, and I can probably hit a, I was going to say five iron, but let's be honest. Yeah, come on. A, a driver to the <laughs> uh, to the pizza place. Well, it'll go way left. It'll, it'll be as far as the pizza place, but it'll be way left now, of it. I won't aim at it, but you know I could aim somewhere else and same, hit it. Same distance from it, yeah. Teddy right. won't hit it. Um, you've been talking about the the new upgrades that's going to happen here at OU, or, or what they're trying to to get to happen here. Sean says, "All right, serious question: What brick and mortar upgrade is exactly going to get built from ground up, and where that can fulfill the functionality?" I get the overall thought, but what Ted is saying is Ted is saying is extremely vague. I'm all for it. I just wonder how it's going to be financed. Now say all of that again. Where where would it be? Where would it go? Just say basically he wants to know how's it going to how are they going to raise the money for that big of a lofty venture? You got me. I don't hey, I don't know how that that works. I guess maybe a a donor push and maybe I would be told the donor push, the donors are tapped out. I I, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know, but I think ultimately that's that's the direction they would like to go. As for a location, I I don't necessarily know, but there's been I for quite some time like questions about what they're going to do with kind of that. The Bud Wilkinson, the the cafeteria that was behind it, and like kind of that group oh, yeah. of buildings there. So that'd be a pretty good spot, actually. Well, actually, it, be the perfect spot. It would make sense. So my guess is, if you had to, if I had to point to a spot where they would do it, I would say right there. But I don't know. I don't know. And as for financing it, I I would say it's got to be a. A, a donorship it'll, led. It'll be a donor. It'll be a do- donor type of thing. Which I don't know how active OU is going to get in the whole NIL thing. If they're asking donors to be active in NIL, give their you know yearly givings, and then finance a a, a new thing on campus, that'll be that'll be kind of interesting. So, hey, you guys want to you guys want to win a championship or not? I think the same person's going to finance that that financed the styrofoam ice chest for the <laughs> uh, for the the radio booth. Uh, King the King Foundation, I believe, is is who donated that. We yeah. we really appreciate. They that. donated eight whole dollars last year. They're trying to get them to up to sixteen <laughs> this next season. Carl lost all respect with teammates by not showing up for workouts. So we're back on it. We're back to calling. Uh, we're back to saying Carl instead of Caleb. Which there's a report out. Surprise, surprise, is they may not be in that big of a hurry still to choose their next destination. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I. I mean, I don't know. You've had. What is today? The nineteenth. Today's the nineteenth of January. So. You've had we, – we played our game on the 29th. You had a little bit of time to gather yourself there. 
and then you've had several weeks to uh, a couple of weeks, I guess I should say, to to figure out what you're wanting to do. And I don't I don't know what, what why it would take much longer other than everyone trying to go out, hit up everyone in their in their community about trying to get an NIL deal done. I mean, that's I kind of feel like that's about what, the only that thing making, I could think making of. the rounds to pretty much everywhere saying, uh, "Hey, well, here, here's our number. What do you think? Any takers?" It doesn't seem like that would be the the case though, considering it's all about NFL. Oh, here you go. That's what I was led to believe. It was more about, not more about, only about being groomed and uh, developed for the National Football League. I I do find all this hilarious uh, just because it leaves Muleshoe in a really tough spot. And if he ends up not going to USC, oh, buddy, am I going to pile on after that? Four and eight could be in the sights again for SC if uh, Carl doesn't go there. It It could be a predicament, though, that... If if that doesn't happen, you Dart does ultimately go somewhere else, which it looks like that's going to happen. Um, you could be really thin at the position. Could be thin at the position. So I don't know. Fascinated to see where it goes. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Keep hitting us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line six five one three four three nine. You guys are awesome as always. You're killing it right now on the Air Conference Solutions text line, 651-3439. Appreciate that. We'll, as we try to do every day, get to as many as possible, I promise. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise, dude. ESPN did a way-too-early All-America team for next year, and no Sooners made the list. Oh, but by God, Bijan Robinson running back at Texas was first team. Deuce Vaughn was the all-purpose player on there. But no Sooners to be found on the way-too-early All-America team for next season. For next season. What a shame. Huh. Just another entity that thinks OU's going to suck next season. Well, here's the thing. Outside of who the quarterback's going to be and trying, you know, and, and just putting two and two together... Who would you pick? Michael Turk, duh. <laughs> That's Did true. Not watch any film from last year? Jeez. That's true. And then you just link to um, videos of him trying to knock the ball down in the indoor. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing until yesterday. But Which reminds me, I saw something on Twitter last night. I'm curious if you saw it. During the broadcast of the basketball game between the University of Oklahoma and Kansas. They cut to Bob Stoops, who was down on the baseline, um, down towards the media (laughs) side. And it it was a fairly tight shot. Coach Stoops, Hall of Famer, was sitting next to current University of Oklahoma president Joseph Harris. And... 
while they were saying, hey, Coach Stoops is in the house and uh, just went into the Hall of Fame, Coach Stoops is having a conversation and University of Oklahoma President Joseph Harris says something to him and he puts his face down in his hands, then pulls it up, like shakes his head and says something back. And the lip readers out there tried to figure out exactly what he was saying and speculation Tyler ran wild yeah but there's one word in particular that everyone kept mentioning <laughs> the last word is uh, unclear but everyone's saying that uh and I'm not accusing Bob of that there's no way I would do that to a friend of the show but I didn't see that till right before the show started but he was pretty animated you know? Yeah, he was. Looks like he was annoyed ab- about something. He was he was animated. And you want to you want to know what I think he said? Please. In a uh in a radio friendly phrase, mm-hmm. I think he said, "Joe, it's not worth not worth messing with." What do you think he said? Um, do you want me to say the non-radio friendly version of that uh, no, one? No, 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 that, no. That might cost us about ten grand here. Right. No, but I look. There are about fifty guesses out there, but once again, the word that you are referencing to is once again in the middle of that sentence. Right. So sure, yeah, I I think that you're probably right on with that one. I it. Oh, man, to be a fly on the wall, right? Or to be a fly on the basketball stanchion. They were probably talking about, hey, Bob, we think Brent should bring in old Gary Patterson to be an analyst, and that's what Bob's (laughs) response was. Meanwhile, uh, Gary was at uh, the basketball game in Austin last night with a uh, Longhorn logo on his shirt. Wasn't that weird? Which, I'll say this, that was probably the best thing that's ever happened to the University of Texas you talk about OU owning Texas here recently. Oh, Gary Patterson had a nice little number on Texas as well. My just getting goodness. him out of Fort Worth, Texas couldn't beat that guy. But that was weird, man. I I'm I hope I hope that the board of regents, the the I don't know um, the. The money drunk or the uh, fame drunk donor base down there never decides to just say, you know what, let's butt out and let Sarkeesian run this program because if that ever happens down there, I'm telling you, the staff that he's got, that he's put together, is excellent. Excellent. Well, Mike Stoops would be the linebacker's coach if that was the case. Which I'm glad, and I I hate it for Mike Stoops, the way that whole thing went down, but I'm so much – Happier that he's at Kentucky, better, better, better spot, yeah, than sure. than the University of Texas. But that I'm man, that staff. If if every everyone else down there gets out of the way, like if 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 Sarkeesian, if you know, I've been on and floating around on a sailboat in the North Atlantic for the last year, and I came back and you just showed me where Sarkeesian was and the staff that he had put together, and didn't tell me what team they were with, I would say that's that's going to be a group. There's just one problem, but it's a, it's a gigantic problem. You know as well mm-hmm. as I do that they're not going to get out of the way, especially after a 5-7 and seven season. You know, like if, if he would have you know, ran off an 11-1 and one or 10-2 and two unexpected year last year, 
then maybe they'd say, all right, this, they know what they're doing. Maybe let's just sit back and see. Like, no, no way. They're going to be as involved as they've ever been. Well, you, when, you may be right. They may have a really good staff, but they're mm-hmm. going to screw it up down there. No, I, I know it. I know it. I agree with you. And the problem, like the, the bigger problem is the better they do, the more involved everyone was going to want to be right. in it to say that they were involved in it. You that's know, probably right. Then that's how it's going to work. And I don't know, but the role that Patterson's going to have down there, if if it if it ends up going through, and that hasn't been announced or anything, right? But a lot of people. Well, it's like sources. It's about to happen. Like, right. well, sources. Your sources was the Texas losing to Kansas State last night in hoops, well, where K- Gary Patterson is up there in a Longhorn T-shirt, like hanging out. Yeah, but it's been talked about for a while. It's been talked about for about uh, over like two months now, actually. Right. And I think that that is that is going to be the perfect role for Gary Patterson. I, and you know, I, but again. It all goes back to will people stay out of the way and will the circus continue to to just a weird. Supreme? I mean, it's it's a really good spot for Gary Patterson. It's just weird, and I wonder how TCU fans feel about it. You know, is it's like dang, like of all places, you're going to go wear a, a Longhorn polo now. It's kind of kind of odd. Do Probably th- doesn't feel good. Do you think that it's got a statue on campus? Some of it is done out of frustration. By Gary Patterson, it, because yeah, yeah. like apparently he was heavy reaching out to Oklahoma to be involved here, and then heavy reaching out to Texas to be involved there, and it's kind of like, why are you so adamant to to stick around? And I know both of these schools are going to be in the SEC soon, but it kind of feels like he's trying to prove a point or something to TCU. But no, I don't he, know, he's maybe clearly not. upset with how everything went down and I, you in, know, in the middle of the season. Frank, and he frankly, didn't deserve. Yeah, he he didn't deserve that. I mean, he deserved a lot better than that for sure. All right, uh, text line real quick. We'll hit a couple. It's just my opinion, but I have some sort of feeling that Jackson Dart is the truth. It's just a feeling. I know Gabriel has the experience and stats, but put an offensive line in front of him, and I think we're having a whole different conversation. Yeah, I, I think there's some some truth to that. Um, but I think if you put an offensive line and some excellent skill talent around Dylan Gabriel, then who knows what you could end up with with him. You know, I, I would say that measurables, Jackson – Jackson Dart's not really close between the two, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, but it, and it looks like, in, in listening to people, that they both kind of have the it gene a little bit, like gamer type of uh, attitude in the way they approach Dylan things. Dylan Gabriel definitely seems like he has that. Yeah. Uh, you guys are mean. Gary Patterson will be special assistant to keep Sark out of the bars. Just couldn't help yourself, could you? Wow. Do you think that the I'm out of the bar? He's going to be playing gigs every Tuesday and Thursday <laughs> night. That's not a very good person for that role. Do you think that the SC boys are waiting until Caleb commits? If he doesn't go to USC, could they both still go there? I mean, yeah, like yes, under the rules, yeah, Dort and Trigg could go back to SC if Caleb doesn't go there. Yes, absolutely. I yeah i I guess that's the case. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's what's taken so long. I have no idea. Sam and Norman wants to know who wins the national championship first, OU or USC. Hmm. I would say the University of Oklahoma is starting off with a much better base. And 
I really like all the moves that they've made. I know more about what's happening here than I do at USC. I do believe that USC is going to recruit really well out there. They've been waiting for some excitement in that fan base. Um, there's a an enormous wealth of talent out there. Can you get that talent into a championship mindset and – and do all the things that we talk about, win all the details and, and all of that stuff, I don't know. But um, I would pick the University of Oklahoma. OU will be the first out of the two to win a conference championship. OU will be the first out of the two to win or to go to the playoff. OU will be the first out of the two to win a playoff game. OU will be the first out of the two to win a national championship. USC will be the first out of the two to win the Alamo Bowl. Uh, last one real quick everyone wants to know everyone keeps asking this who is the new coach coming on that used to be a former player everyone's freaking out about it uh i could tell you but i'd have to cue how about uh you guys text us who what former player you want to be on the staff realistically do you know who it is um i mean i i definitely have is it caleb kelly is no uh, is he going to be involved in 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 some way like maybe not for this particular job but but is he going to be involved what particular job are we discussing the defensive analyst position i i no one's really clarified what spot they're talking about i think that they're just thinking like there's a former player coming in and who is it? well there is uh it is not caleb kelly now i'm not saying that it's josh heupel Nope. <laughs> I'm not saying that Caleb Kelly is not going to be on the uh, the staff at in in some way, shape, or form, but that's that's not the guy. I know of another one that's that is going to join. <laughs> Brent Rawls. And you I'll tell you, fun. you guys are funny. I laughed at that. One. I think there's going to be s- several more former players that are going to join the staff in some capacity. Several. Mo D- <laughs> Hunter Wall, Mo Dampier, uh, Brent Rawls on there. I'm I mean, trying to figure out a way to – Curtis Lofton is on here quite a bit. Hmm, I know he's kind of hanging out right now. Yeah, he's around, and there may be – that's not the guy that – Mike wants it to be Dom Franks. Maybe maybe Dom Franks will be there at some point. No one has mentioned the one that I know is going to be joining. But it is not my place to break any of that news, to to get out in front of that. I will let those parties announce that whenever they they feel like it. So multiple. Yeah. Any multiple. any punters coming back? Defensive guys? Stay tuned. Punters. Smoke Patterson. You guys really are funny. I got to tell you. You're getting a couple <laughs> votes on here. Sam Bradford. And all, they're all over the place. All right. Quick time out. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit a couple of things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned.
It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, and we call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is... Well, first of all, shout out to our buddies over at Roof Tech. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, uh, is good as it comes whenever uh, it comes to the roofing industry. They've been doing it for a long time, 30 years, uh, and they can handle anything that you've got. Uh, Just basic repairs all the way to full roof replacements, and obviously we've had some weather issues come through recently and if you're still waiting and and trying to make the decision on whether or not to to replace your roof give the guys at roof tech a call josh tucker will take care of you i saw this i thought it was interesting uh england tyler they're done with the coronavirus they basically announced today that yeah new texas it's they said no more mask mandates, no more vaccination, uh, passports. We're done with it. Starting, I think, like the, over the next uh, days and weeks, they're going to be just phasing all of those things out. And they said it's going to be up to businesses on what they want to do, start bringing workers back into the office. But uh, for us, the government, we're out of it. How about that? Um I what the NHL this is not related it's just like covid related the NHL is not testing asymptomatic players anymore so maybe there's a little bit of a shift on what's going on around here huh yeah uh possibly possibly we'll see what happens i feel like uh unfortunately there's going to be some that uh are going to grasp this thing and Maybe never let go. Um, I thought this was pretty wild. Did you see the um, the video and the story about Malik McDowell, um, the Browns player that was running around naked and they called 911 on him and had an altercation with police, uh, charged the police, and finally they yep. arrested him? That was pretty wild. Um You got to feel like drugs heavily involved there, but I'm just glad nothing bad happened out of that situation. You know, there's no telling what happened, what could happen running around um, in a, in a crazy fit like that. I saw someone uh, on my drive home last night running around in a crazy fit. They were not naked, as you say. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, Robinson street heading West, there's the taco Mayo that's there and the McDonald's that's next to it. Right, you know, you know where that is over there by the Norman Regional Hospital. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So there's like a little bitty, there's like a gas station mm-hmm. just to the east of where that McDonald's is at. And I don't know if anyone else saw this, but I had about four or five cars in front of me. All of a sudden, this guy like runs from the gas station parking lot out into the street into oncoming traffic. I don't know if he was trying to get hit. But it looks like an effort was being made, and by the time my light hit green, I couldn't even see where the guy's at. But wow, it just like literally ran into traffic, running around. I I, I don't I don't I don't know any more than that. But dude, it was nuts. I I thought that we we're gonna have a tragedy on our hands, and maybe we did, but I it was bad. I'm shocked that you actually saw any of it take place and weren't um, scrolling through the, your Twitter timeline. No, I, that's why I didn't see all of it, because <laughs> I wasn't looking up the entire time. That's why. Um, did you see what Prescott said, uh, Dak Prescott 
said after the game about the fans throwing stuff on the field. He was mad when they thought they were he, they were throwing it at the Cowboys yeah. players, but when they said it was the fans, he was like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's good." He uh, he sure walked back that comment today, didn't he? What did he say? He's deeply sorry, deeply regretful, something like that. Come on, you said it. It's not a big deal. Who cares? Um, did you see Bruce Arians got fined fifty thousand? I, I did, man. That is it. I had that written down as well. That is a crazy amount of money. It, he said he'd do it again, which he he's just trying to get the guy out of that situation. I I I can see it looked bad, but like that's not fifty thousand dollars. Come on, man. The punishment uh, does not fit the crime there. I uh, I don't even think it looks bad. Um, the guy is wearing a helmet that's been designed for high speed collisions and you got a 60 plus 69 year old coach nice that is coming out there and and like bare hand palms it on the back of the guy's helmet it's $50,000 for that i would be outraged if i was him but whenever he says i'd do it again um i think that tells you well, yeah it tells you everything that you need to know that it's it's not a problem. It's not a big deal. He's trying to keep the player from himself getting fined fifty thousand dollars, or you know having having something cost the team there. Um, I'm glad he didn't just come out and say how horrible it was. So I just thought that was wild. Um, I got two here, and they're both from late last week when I was gone. So if I'm repeating anything, just call me an idiot and tell me to shut up. Uh, Eric Dickerson was on the Bomani Jones podcast. Huh. And he said, quote, I wanted to go to OU. That was my dream school, but my mama didn't trust Barry Switzer. She thought he was a liar. A&M recruited me the hardest, but I didn't like the color of their uniforms, and I didn't like those male cheerleaders, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also factor in that Eric Dickerson got paid to go to SMU back in the day. Right. So, I... Yeah, I, I my mom wouldn't let me go to OU because she thought Barry Switzer was a liar. Yet I went to a school that ultimately got the death penalty after it. I mean, come on now. Well, come on. That's true, but they didn't lie to him. They provided what they said yeah, they, they were going to provide. Front, I guess. Right? Yeah. Um, Coach Switzer, did you hear what Eric Dickerson said mm. that uh, his mom didn't trust you? Oh hell. Oh, hey, I didn't lie to them at all. <laughs> last one. Um, I'm sure you talked about this last week. Leonardo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend details the worst date of my life with the actor. Did you, did you see this No, one? I did not. Yeah, so apparently she is complaining because Leonardo DiCaprio, Leo, he rented out a whole cinema and made me watch every single Star Wars movie while he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys. And she Shut, is there's getting, no way that's she's true. She's getting roasted right now. Like, you're complaining about that. That's Tuesday night at my house. It's it's not gone over well. That's what she's saying. I can't believe she's the one getting roasted for that. That can't be real, right? I, dude, I, I don't know. Why, why would she lie about it? Well, she's got a lot of reasons to lie about it. Rented out a theater and ran around. That's. I think he was playing out the role. Have you seen The Aviator? Whenever he's stuck in that theater watching his own movies, maybe that's what was going on. That's funny, man. Wow. Which, you know, I think we look at a lot of the movie stars as like you you put them up on this pedestal about how cool they must be. But 
behind yeah, they're, the they're scenes, nerds. probably a bunch of nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's funny. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. This hour is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Oklahoma City, call them 405-573-3048. Tulsa, they're here to serve you as well. 918-282-7612. You can also check them out, cavensconstruction.com. They offer remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facilities maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma. It can help take the ease off of your staff, but fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Major breaking news in college football. I don't believe it. It actually is, but it's going to land with a thud. <laughs> the reigning quarterback of the national championship championship team is coming back, but it's like, oh, Stetson Bennett's coming back. Okay. All right. Is everyone in Georgia like, yay. Yeah, cool. So, theoretically, it's major college football news, but it's still like, eh, oh, okay. What was the other option? Real estate, I think, was the other option. <laughs> you didn't take that one. Unfair. He threw a, a, a unbelievable ball uh, in the back of the end zone with super tight coverage for a touchdown. Uh, maybe no one else on the planet could make God, that God, you remember Georgia when they <laughs> won the title in 2021? Yeah, I remember that great one pass that Stetson Bennett threw that year. Boy, it what really, a time. You know what, though? It really is an awesome story that, because of how talented they are everywhere else, is probably n- never going to get the credit that it deserves. Um, un- maybe someday it will, because it's not an easy path that he's taken, you know, and to go get a, a national championship their first in – what, 40 years? That's It's a really cool yeah, story. Yeah, but the fact that he was like, I wasn't going to be the reason I lost the game. I feel like he played the entire season. Remember in Waterboy when they're kicking yeah. the onside kick in that guy's face? Right. I feel like he played the entire season with that face. He Well, there, he had some confidence at different points, but I, I get your point. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush coming up next. Stay with us.